Hey guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you for being here for another episode of my mental health podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. I want to talk to you guys about something that I'm really passionate about, that I talk to women in my real life about all the time. I talk to my friends about this all the time. I talk to my family about this all the time. And it's something that's been really groundbreaking in my own life. And I want to talk to you guys about women's intuition. For so long, you guys know, I struggled with clinical depression, with crippling anxiety. I had all these mental health issues and I felt so far away from my truth. I felt heavy. I felt weighted down. I felt like a failure. I felt like I was never going to do anything good. And the more I had those negative thoughts, the further away I felt from my intuition, the more disconnected I felt from my truth, the more disconnected I felt from my soul, from my spirituality, from the things that now really guide and shape my life. But there was a time where I struggled with mental illness so much that I couldn't hear the voice in my heart. I couldn't feel what my soul was really trying to tell me. And so it's been this long process for me of tapping back in to my intuition. And I think this is a really powerful process as you go about your day, your life. Ask yourself, is this a calling? Is this your soul trying to tell you something? Is this your truth trying to come through? Or is this a message from fear? Is this a message from my mental illness? There's a couple things I do to tell the difference between a message from your intuition and a message from your mental illness or a message from fear or a message from somewhere else. And I think the most important thing to realize is that your truth always feels good. Your truth always makes you feel light. Your truth always makes you feel alive and lined up and on fire and good and positive. Not that following those nudges is always easy. I've had to follow a lot of nudges that came with a lot of challenges, starting my own business, leaving my job. Those things were difficult, but they excited me. They felt like my truth. They felt like I was on the right path. Even though there were challenges and obstacles and I had to face fear, I knew that that was what my heart was really calling me to do. So it's not that it's always easy. It's not that there's no obstacles but it's that it makes you feel aligned. It makes you feel lighter. It feels like your truth, feels like your heart, feels like your soul, feels like coming home, right? I always tell people when they ask me about this, when they ask about knowing their intuition versus knowing if it's a fear or if it's an ego talking, I always tell them, you know, your mental illness is in your head. Your mental illness is the part that comes into your head that says, you're a loser. No one will ever listen to you. You don't have anything good to say. You don't have anything good to do. La, 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 la. Whatever it is that your mental illness tells you, that's what mine used to tell me all the time and still tries to tell me. But I know that voice in my head. I know what that feels like. I know what it sounds like. I know the kind of things that it says. And I know that that's not my truth. It's not your truth if it's not serving you. So you can ask yourself, is this a voice in my head? Is this serving me? And is this the truth in my heart? That's how I tell the difference. So I'll ask myself, is this message serving me? Is believing this message that I'm a failure, I'm never going to do anything good and life is so hard, is that serving me? No, it's not serving me. Is it making me feel good? No, it's making me feel like crap, right? And by looking at it and examining it, I know that that's not my truth. I know that's part of my mental illness. That's just some crap I picked up who knows where that's now bouncing around in my head and I don't need to listen to it. It's not part of my truth, not part of my innate soul being on this planet. And I always say, you know, your mental illness is in your head, but your truth is in your heart. 
your truth is in your heart. So you have these voices in your head telling you all this crap, but your truth is in your heart. Your truth is this gentle nudge that you'll feel that's like, maybe I should do this. For me, it looked like maybe I should start a blog. Maybe I should start talking about mental illness. I had this little nudge and it wouldn't go away, right? It kept coming up in different ways throughout my life in different situations and it was quiet. I think a lot of people have this idea about being called or being led. And it's like you walk out of your house and a light shines down and you know exactly what to do and the path is clear and everything lines up. And that's just not how life has ever worked for me at least. For me, my intuition has always been quiet. And when I've gotten quiet, when I've tapped into my true self, when I sit with myself and ask myself, what is in my heart? What is my truth? What am I here to do? When I get quiet and I sit with those things and I tap into my heart, my soul, my truth, I'll get the answer, but it will be quiet. (laughs) It's not like a loud, booming voice, right? It's just a little nudge. Maybe I should start a blog. Maybe I should start talking about my depression, right? I got those messages over and over again for such a long time before I ever took any action on them. Now I've gotten a lot better at following my intuition, And I honestly run my business a lot on those hits. I'll just get a little nudge and I can recognize when it's my intuition. I recognize when it's something in my heart that I need to do for my soul, for my purpose, for my work. And I know that it's safe for me to take action on those nudges. If it feels good, feels aligned, feels like the next step, it feels right in my heart and in my soul. I know it's safe for me to take action on those. I know that there's either a lesson that I need to learn This is the other thing. It's like people think following your intuition, it means everything leads to success and happiness. And that's not always the case. A lot of times it leads you to the lesson. It leads you to a lesson that you need to learn. I always ask friends when they're telling me their problems, when I'm talking to people about life in my real life, if someone comes to me and they're struggling, I'll always ask them, what is the lesson? Why did this happen? Like what was the lesson you were supposed to learn. And I ask myself that all the time. So my intuition doesn't always lead me down a path that's easy. It doesn't always lead me to massive success right away, right? It doesn't lead me to like the golden pot at the end of the rainbow. That's not how this works. But it does lead me to the lesson that I need to learn. It leads me to the teacher that I need in my life. It leads me to discover deeper answers within myself to get more clear on my truth and my purpose, whatever it is, right? A lot of times those lessons can be really subtle, but they're also really powerful. And recognizing that they're really powerful has really helped me because now when things don't go my way, instead of going, oh my God, life's so hard, nothing works for me, everything's the worst, everybody else has it so much easier than me, no one understands me, all this stuff, right? I go, what is the lesson? What am I supposed to learn from this? And I look in the ways that these challenges serve me. I find the lesson, right? I find what I'm supposed to learn. I find what to take from it. And it's such a beautiful way to live life, to be honest with you, because you're constantly looking for the lesson. You're constantly looking for what your soul needs from this situation. What does your soul need to take away from the situation that you're in? And once you start looking at the world like that, challenges all seem to serve you. Anytime something messed up happens to me, anytime something does something terrible to me, I always feel like it's serving me because I know that it's there to teach me a lesson. I know that my soul guided me to this place to learn, to help me go to the next level, to help me expand. The next thing I wanted to say about intuition and really the reason I sat down to record this podcast at all is that I think women's intuition is 
really downplayed and it's not taken seriously. And as women, we're not taught to tune into the truth in our heart. We're not taught that we know what's best for us. And that's really the message I want to give you, whether you believe in spirituality or your soul's calling or your truth or all this stuff. You can't believe in women's intuition. You can believe in the fact that you know what's best for you. You're the expert in your own life. I don't care how much experience someone has, how many years they've been practicing therapy, whatever it is, no one is going to know your life, your truth, your mission, your dreams, your fear. No one is going to know you the way that you do. You're the expert in your own life. I get emails from women all the time. They'll explain their situation. They'll go on and on and on. And then they're like, what do you think I should do? And what I want to say to them is stop emailing strangers on the internet and asking for advice, right? They don't know me. Like, I'm just a stranger, essentially, with a blog and a podcast, right? But they don't know me. And I don't know you. You know you. You live in your body. You live in your truth. You live in your life. You know the answer. Get quiet. Tap into your heart. If you knew the answer, what would it be? Sometimes when I'm stuck and I'm asking myself and I'm asking myself, I'm like, what is the answer? And you get stuck and you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the next step is. And then I'll ask myself, if I did know the answer, what would it be? If you did know the answer, what would it be? And then get quiet. Get quiet and ask yourself. Don't ask other people. Don't ask other people's opinions. Don't run around looking for someone else to tell you what to do. You get quiet, you sit with your truth, and you figure out what's best for you. You need to figure out what is in your heart, what is your truth, what is your next step. And no one else can tell you that in a way that is pure and authentic the way that you can. And that's not to say we don't ask for help, right? You guys know that I'm a huge advocate of going to therapy. I'm a huge advocate of asking for help when you're struggling. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm a big fan of like, get all the support you can, right? Throw everything at it. If you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with mental health, throw everything at it, right? Go to the doctor, get a therapist, tell a friend, get quiet, meditate, do all of the things, do everything that's available to you. But I want to talk about this idea because I think it's important because I think there's so many women that don't believe that they're the experts. They don't believe that they know what the next step is for them. They don't believe that they know better than other people. And I want to give you this idea that you know better than other people. Not listening to your mental illness, right? Not listening to your depression telling you all that crap. That's not your truth, right? Your truth is in your heart. Your truth feels good. Your truth feels aligned. Your truth feels like going to the next level. What does your soul really want from this life? What does your soul really want you to believe? What feels good to believe, right? A lot of these beliefs that I talk about that I've created on this podcast come from my soul telling me what feels good. It doesn't feel good for me to walk around believing everything is the worst, life is so hard, everything is unfair. I could believe those things if I wanted. I've had difficult things happen to me in my life. Everyone has. I could believe that, but it doesn't feel good to my heart and my soul. It feels like crap. It feels heavy. It stands in my way of spreading my message and doing the things that I'm here to do. You know, what are you here to do and what feels good to you? And tap into your heart and your truth and know that you know what's right for you. You know the next steps for you. I really want to try to empower you to trust yourself and to feel like it's safe to trust yourself. And you don't need to be constantly running around asking other people. Yes, those opinions 
can be valuable and people's support can be valuable. But your own heart and your own truth and your own message and your own intuition, women's intuition, right? We have innate intuition given to us are all valuable tools. It's safe for you to tap in. It's safe for you to get quiet. It's safe for you to ask yourself. If you did really listen to your heart, if you did really listen to your truth, what would it say? Ask yourself those questions. Get quiet. Quit running around asking other people to solve your problems. You have to sit down and look at your life and your truth and the lies that you're telling yourself and figure out what's true for your heart, your soul, your being in this lifetime. What's true for you? And I chose, I made a decision not to listen to my mental illness. I made a decision to decide that I don't believe that I'm a failure. I don't believe that nothing I say is of value. I don't believe that life is always gonna be hard and be a struggle. And I chose to choose new beliefs. I chose new beliefs that felt aligned to me, that felt like they were serving me, that felt like they were helping me go to the next level, take the next steps, that felt like they were making my life better. Your truth in the end will always make your life better. It'll either bring you to the right lesson or it'll bring you to the next level or it'll bring you blessings and joy, whatever it is. That all comes from following your truth. And I'm sure there's examples in your life where you can look at this and you can say, I knew it was the right thing for me to do, even though other people told me not to, even though other people didn't see my vision. I knew it was the next step for me, right? When I left my job, a lot of people didn't support me, didn't believe I should be leaving my nine to five job with benefits and salaried pay and all this stuff. But I was like, I know that this is the right next step for me. I know that this is leading me to the future that I'm supposed to live, to the life I'm supposed to live, to the life that my soul is calling me to, to where my truth is. And I took the leap. And that's not that it was scary, right? I was terrified. (laughs) I was really, really scared. And it was really, really hard. And I learned a lot of difficult lessons, but I've never regretted it. I've always known that this is my path. And I'm sure you can find examples of that in your own life, right? Where it's like, you knew what the next step was. You knew what the right thing to do was, even when it wasn't apparent to other people and other people were like, what are you doing? You're leaving your job or whatever it is. But you're like, no, I know this is my truth. And that's your intuition. You can tap into that. And the more I start to really tap into that, tap into my heart, the more I ask myself throughout the day, what does my soul want? What is my calling? What is my truth? Right? All these different questions I ask myself throughout the day to try to stay tapped into that higher sense of being. I want to stay tapped into that version of myself that knows the next step, the version of myself that knows the vision for my future. And I try to stay tapped into the version of myself that knows my truth. And I do that by getting quiet. I do that by asking myself, what is my truth? What feels aligned? What is the lesson? What am I supposed to learn here? Really getting quiet and looking inward. And if you're struggling, if you're stuck on something, I really want to encourage you If you find yourself asking other people, have you asked yourself? Instead of sending an email to a stranger on the internet, have you sat down, gotten quiet, got a journal, meditated, whatever it is you need to do, walked in nature? I don't know. (laughs) Have you done whatever it is you needed to do and gotten quiet? And have you asked yourself? Have you really, truly sat down and looked at what's in your heart, looked at what you're scared of, right? Sometimes it's hard to look at these truths. Sometimes we don't like what we see. Sometimes there's a lot of 
obstacles and difficulties and things we need to acknowledge that we've been ignoring that we don't like. Sometimes we don't like our truth, but you need to sit down and look at that. No one else can do that for you. No one else can look at your soul and your being the way that you can. Sit down, get quiet, look inside you. What is your truth? If you knew the answer, what would it be? What's the next step for you? What do you need to let go of? That's another one I ask myself all the time. What do I need to let go of? What am I ready to step out of? What is no longer serving me? And there's always beliefs that I'm ready to shed because I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly developing. So there's always things for me to step out of. There's always things for me to shed. And then there's new things for me to call in. What does your soul want you to call in in this season of your life? What are you ready to rise up to? What are you ready to step into, right? Sit down with your journal and ask yourself those kind of questions and get clear. And the more you do it, the easier it is, right? It used to take me a long time. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know what I'm ready to step out of. But now it's like I can sit down and tap into my heart and I'm like, what am I ready to let go of? What is no longer serving me? And it comes to me very quickly because I've been doing this for a while now, but it's a practice that's really been serving me. And I know this is like a little bit more woo-woo than what I usually talk about, but this is my truth, right? And I'm committed to sharing the tools that really work for me. And I'm committed to sharing with you guys the things that really have helped me. And I'm just trying to share my experiences, my truth, the things that have helped me, hoping it will help someone else. And I hope this resonates with you. I hope this gives you a new way of looking at things. I hope that you realize it's safe for you to trust yourself. It's safe for you to get quiet and tap into your truth and ask yourself what the next step is for you. I think your intuition is a really powerful muscle. And when I started tapping into my intuition, everything in my life changed. When I started getting quiet and asking myself, what does my soul really want? What do I want out of this lifetime? What am I here to do? What am I here to say? When I started asking myself those questions on a regular basis, that's really when my life started to change. And it's changed so dramatically in the last two years. If you guys know my story, you know (laughs) how radically different things are for me in such a short amount of time. And so this is a practice that's been really powerful for me. It's really helped me. I hope it helps you too. If you like this podcast and you found it helpful, please leave a review on iTunes. It really, really helps me out and I super appreciate it. I read each and every one of your guys' reviews and just know if you have left a review, I've read it and I super appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Your reviews help me keep this podcast going. So if you want more episodes, the best thing you can do is to leave a review. Visit the blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. I post new articles every single week to help you cope with anxiety and depression and manage your mental health. You can check out my account on Pinterest. I pin new articles on there almost every single day related to self-care and health and helping you manage your mental health and manage depression and anxiety. Anytime I find a good resource or a good article on the internet, I always share it on my Pinterest board. So if you're looking for resources, be sure to check that out. You guys can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Radical Transformation Project on Instagram. I share my life. I share what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I share, I don't know, just whatever's happening. (laughs) I talked about my date the other night. (laughs) If you're interested in my life, that's where you can find it, at Radical Transformation Project on Instagram. I also have a mental health support Facebook group. I would love to have you come join me over there. It has over 3,000 women in it that are all working on their mental health journey. I'll leave the links for everything below. You can also always find all of my social media and everything that's happening 
on my blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. Okay, that's the end of the episode, you guys. I love you so much. I hope this was helpful. I hope you're having a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.